Hey guys, this is Chrissy Hutchings here at The Worship Life and ChrissyHutchings.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's podcast where I'm just going to be really just sharing my heart about parenting, uh, just giving you a few examples from my own life. But I um, want to thank you guys so much for uh, filling out the survey that we sent out uh, and really giving your input in that. That's really going to help us going forward. Also, very exciting news that The Worship Life podcast is now up on Google Play Music where you can access it there and subscriptions and everything waiting on our word from iTunes for that also. So we'll let you know when that happens. And uh, just want to thank you so much for uh, filling out that survey and for visiting us at ChrissyHutchings.com and also for sharing uh, on Facebook and Instagram uh, all the the, um, blog posts that we put up there. Really want to thank you for that. And we're very excited. I'm getting a lot more followers and people just really resonating with the blog. And um, so I appreciate that very much. Um, I want to talk to you about just a couple things today that are on my heart. And also really reaching out to some of the um, the input that we got on the survey about uh, motherhood and about parenting. And it's a huge, broad subject, but I want to kind of zero in on a couple things because I think most moms deal with this, and that is a subject of perfectionism. Now, most of you are probably saying amen to that. Yeah, that's me and everything. Well, let me tell you, I understand where you're at. I've raised three children, a daughter and uh, twin boys. Uh, They're all grown up with families of their own. Yes, you will survive. (laughs) But um, wow, if I could go back and do some things over again, I sure would. Uh, Obviously, we can't do that. But let me tell you, there is nothing that's going to kill your family relationships faster and more complete than perfectionism. Your own perfectionism and the expectation of all your family members to be perfect. It will kill your friendships. It will really kill the motivation of your children. Look, if your kids ain't getting up and moving and doing what you're asking them to do, you might be a perfectionist. (laughs) If your kids run when you walk in the door in the afternoon and hide, you might be a perfectionist. If your kids are constantly wanting to go out and play with little Johnny or little Cindy, excuse me, you might be a perfectionist. If your husband would rather sit on the couch and eat chips and watch, you know, Star Trek uh, season reruns instead of sitting down and having a conversation with you, you might be a perfectionist. We could go on and on and on. What is perfectionism? Well, the desire for perfection. <laughs> really, it is in in essence it is the inability to accept your shortcomings. Really, the core of it is you're unable to accept your um, shortcomings, your limitations, and we all have them, but perfectionists don't think that they have any limitations at all, and they expect everybody else in their life not to have them either. And when they do have them, perfectionists usually judge those people in their life. Now, one of the ways that we do that is really by having really high expectations for our children. That doesn't mean that we can't set a standard for them in school and in academics and in sports and all these other things. But if your children start to become despondent 
and depressed and filled with anxiety over their inability to perform in any specific area, you might be a perfectionist. When we can't accept our own shortcomings in ourselves as moms and as parents, we project that onto our children and they begin to get in despair and get stressed out when they can't perform up to our specifications. And so we have to be very careful in this arena. Look, let me tell you something and I can take this to the bank and you can take this to the bank. Your kids don't need all that from you. Your children need to be loved and accepted. Yes, they need to be disciplined. Yes, they need to be challenged once in a while. That's how they grow. But if you expect your child, no matter what their age is, to have the same mindset as you when you're 30 or 40 and they're 10, you know, it's impossible. Just like if you're a 30-year-old right now, you don't you you don't know what you need to know when you're 50. Why? Because you're not 50 yet. <laughs> you haven't experienced life from 30 to 50. There's a whole big chunk of life that you have not experienced that will help to train you, that will help to bring you into certain kinds of knowledge. Your 10-year-old does not have that. And you can hound them and rail them and press them until midnight all you want. They're not going to get it. They're 10. You can spank them and you can beat them and you can restrict them and put them in timeout till the cows come home. But they're not going to get it because they're 10. So what you have to do as a parent is you really have to try and enter into their world. And you know, there's a statement out there um, that's so profound. It says, you know, people don't remember kind of, and I'm blowing it all apart right now, but people don't remember what you did around them. They remember how you make them feel. And believe me, your kids are going to remember how you make them feel more than how clean your house was or how perfect you know, the yard work was or how perfect anything was. If your kid makes a bed and they're seven years old, don't get on their case about how they didn't do it great. You need to rejoice that they made the bed. Look, you know, we can find all kind of ways to get freaked out with our children and their ability or inability to do something. But let me tell you, a seven-year-old is not going to make a bed like a 30-year-old because they haven't been making a bed that long. So instead of doing it over for them, just give them a pat on the back and say, good job, and and move on. Now, when they're 13, if they're still making their bed like they did when they were seven, then you need to have a talk with them. You know, they have to make progress and to expect perfection out of them, out of anybody really at any age, is really unrealistic. But to really expect it out of your kids at that age is just, you're killing them. So you need to stop. And really, it is a matter of making that decision. You're not ever going to feel like not making everything perfect in your life. Because that's just kind of how we are as human beings. But if you wake up tomorrow, 
I challenge you. I double dog dare you. Now, here's a side note on that. I have to deviate a little bit. I have twin boys that are 33 years old and they are professional wrestlers. And I just celebrated a birthday and I, um, I dared them, double dog dared them to come to my city to surprise me from where they lived. And actually, after I did that, I just forgot about it. But they didn't. And they came and they surprised me for my birthday. It was awesome, incredible. And check it out. I have a video of it. And if you'd like to see that video, I can post it for you. And actually, what I'm going to do is probably put something up on the website where you can access that video. So go to ChrissyHutchings.com where you can access that video. If you're on Facebook, you can probably access that video just by going to my page and scrolling down a lot. But it is an incredible video. But see, I'm doing the same thing to you that I did to them. I double dog dare you to wake up tomorrow and determine not to be perfect at anything. Now, I can, I can hear you right now. I can hear your, I can, I can almost see the hairs on the back of your neck standing up. I can, I can see your reaction right now that, oh my gosh, I couldn't do that. Well, guess what? You want a happy life? You want a happy home? You want a happy marriage? You want a sexy marriage? Then throw the perfectionism out the window. Look, none of us are perfect and we can't be. And the sooner we accept that about ourselves, the better. That doesn't mean we go to the extreme and live sloppy lives. I'm not talking about becoming a hoarder and never washing your house or washing your clothes. I'm talking about the extreme things that we do in order not to be judged by other people. And really, that's where our perfectionism is rooted in. We don't want to be judged by other people. So we try to be perfect so that we can not face judgment. So we fear their judgment. We fear people finding out that we're less than whatever their judgment is. And you know what? When we can come to the place in our lives where we can accept that, then we're way, way better off. You know, it took me until my children were grown and gone to realize that. And let me tell you something. There's something more painful than not being a perfectionist, and that is regret. You will regret being a perfectionist. You might not regret it today. You might not regret it tomorrow, but you will regret it. You will regret the impact on your marriage. You will regret the impact on your children. And let me tell you, it is more painful to deal with regret than it is to wake up tomorrow and say, I will not be perfect today. <coughs> so, I double dog dare you, I triple dog dare you to wake up tomorrow and decide not to be perfect and see what happens. See if there's not more laughter in your home. See if there's not more joy in your home. Look, all of us want to be great moms. All of us want to be super moms. But look, all our children needs are moms. All our children need is a mom. Not a perfect mom, not a super mom, not a super duper mom. But a mom who loves them, encourages them, plays with them, laughs with them. 
and a mom who can laugh at herself too. Hey, I triple dog dare you to do that, to laugh at yourself in front of your kids. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you today with a couple little parenting things. Uh, I guess we kind of rode that perfection train throughout the whole podcast, but you know, look, perfectionism is a, uh, is a terrible evil for your family. And it's not something, it's not a legacy you want to live, leave in your kids either. Look, you want to see yourself as a mom, let your kids grow up and have kids. And when you start seeing how your kids deal with their kids, you'll start to realize what kind of job you did as a mom. Look, and some of that's not pretty. And you need to, you need to just accept the fact right now that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have blunders in your parenting. Okay. But the mistakes you don't want to make are the ones of loving your kids, giving them time, giving them encouragement, empowering them, giving them a chance to do something. Don't not let your kids do something because you're afraid they're not going to do it perfect like you. Guess what? Hey, here's a, here's a newscast. They're not going to do it perfect like you. Can you live with that? Can you live with the bed wrinkled up and not flattened out, straight, and seamless? Can you live with the towels not folded exactly like you would fold them? Can you live with egg on a dish if your kid does the dishes? If you can't live with that, guess what? Your kids are going to have fun because they ain't never going to have to work a day in their life. And mom's going to always be in the kitchen fixing everything that's all messed up and not letting them do anything. You can't empower your kids like that. You cannot empower your kids by doing everything for them because you're afraid they're going to do it wrong. (laughs) Look, you're going to mess them up doing that. So just stop it. Okay, just stop it and decide to stop it. Again, you have a double dog, triple dog dare to wake up tomorrow and decide not to be perfect. And if you have to do that every second of every day or half a day or whatever, when you notice that you're moving in that realm, what you need to do is stop yourself and go, okay, stop, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. So that's the word I want to leave with you today. I would love to hear your comments about the podcast. Would love to hear your suggestions for topics on the podcast. Um, And for even other people on the podcast, Uh, I will um, be moving towards doing some uh, Facebook live stream, hopefully soon. So I want you guys to be prepared for that. I want you guys to chime in. And uh, so I thank you so much for your support. Thanks for all those that uh, helped on the survey again. And we really appreciate it. We appreciate all your support on ChrissyHutchings.com. And we'll see you next time on The Worship Life.